Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What's up out there, podcast land? How you guys doing? It just, it never ceases uh, to amaze me. You laugh every time. I know, and I don't know <laughs> why, because I know you're going to do it. You know I'm going to do it, and but, you still Oh, it's just, Oh, yeah. because it's our thing. It's She's our just thing. happy the intro is over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, was, that is a actually. long intro, man. It does not seem that long when I'm listening Listen, to it. Yeah. But waiting for it. But when we're waiting for it, my land. But. Dan, you did not see it, but this time, Mona and I, I both are here. We're mimicking <laughs> what you're doing. Starting today. <laughs> we were both over here doing it. At the Which same is dangerous because we could have started laughing out yes. loud. Yes. <laughs> so, anyway, so what's up, you guys? Hey. What's up? <laughs> There's a lot of energy there. <laughs> hey, what's up? Hey, I'm just happy she said more than just like one or two words. She got to three. So, <laughs> baby, steps, baby, yeah, steps. baby steps. Baby steps. Baby steps. <laughs> What's up out there, producer DJ Dan? Doing good. Doing good. Tired, but but this is always the part of the week that gets me excited. So I'm, I'm happy. There you to be go. Here. So I was literally asked today, how did I come up with your nickname, producer DJ Dan? I'm like, I really have no clue. It just well, rolled out. Because it's what he does. He's got also a couple our hats DJ. Here, yeah. Well, you, you said it because of his board. See, see? I, oh, there you Good go. Thing I'm here yeah. So I can tell you what's in your head. Yes. That's Combine two scary. half of brains, and here we go. We're ready to <laughs> run. I said that you were spending way too much time. Scary stuff, oh. people. Yeah. So everybody's oh. doing well. Hey, man. So your summer going well. So, hey, we're going to continue on. <laughs> Dan has just lost it. We're going to continue on in our study of. Um, the Lord's Prayer, which in rea- reality, re-honesty. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm creating a new word. <laughs> in reality, it's really a disciple's prayer. Yep. Because they're the one that said, teach us to pray. pray. Mm-hmm. Right. And so God is just giving us a, a way to pray, a, a course of action. And um, so, you know, people ask me all the time, hey, I how should I be praying? I'm like, well, number one, you can go to the Bible. Right. Um, Jesus gives you a pretty good way. Yeah. And um, then, you know, you have the, the acts, A-C-T-S, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and then supplication. You have that model. You know, just, here, here's my deal. Just pray. Yep. You know, that's that's a key. But when I say just pray, not a laundry list. God, give me. God, give me. God, mm-hmm. give me. Right. That, that does nobody good. Um, so anyway, so here we are in this aspect of it. We're in verse 9. So why don't you read... And then pray for us, and we'll dive in. Okay. It's only one verse. (laughs) So verse 9 of Matthew 6 says, Pray then like this, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. And Lord, we do thank you that we have this um, recorded, that we can learn from Jesus um, what it is that we need to take into our hearts to when we pray and as we know that Jesus was all about our heart. And so as we consider these words and consider what Jesus um, instructed, um, may it change what is in our hearts as we consider um, our prayer life and speak in having that conversation with you. And so guide us, I pray in Jesus name. Amen. 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 So guys, starting out a question here, when you hear God referred to as father, Mm. 
What do you think of? Well, I mean, I was fortunate to, I'm fortunate to have a good earthly father. And so it reminds me of, I think of all the good things that my dad was. Um, and I know that not everybody was fortunate in that way, but, um, you know, but I think of the, um, protection and comfort and, um, steadfastness and security that comes with having a father. Um, so I think of those things. Okay. Just kind of going along with that, you know, this is why I, I kind of shake my head when people are like, well, God is just love is just, pure, just love. Yes. But just like a father, we, yeah. that love is shown through some things that aren't always feel good type things. Yeah. You know, we get that protection, but we also get, you know, discipline and teaching through yeah. a good father. Yeah. So I'm, I'm so thankful for that image because it helps me understand those parts of God's character that aren't those feel good parts that everybody runs to. Yeah. I would say this. There is not a man on the earth I feared more than my dad. Mm-hmm. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, feared. Right. But there is not a man on earth that I loved more than my dad. Absolutely. And there's not a man on the face of this earth that I respected more than my dad. Right. And and so, yeah, it leads in. And I, I do feel, and you were going this way, I feel for guys and, and girls that didn't have that right. dad. Right. That, you know, you look to for all those things mm-hmm. that, the things you look for, the things you didn't like that they did when it came to chasing those whom the Lord mm-hmm. loves, he chastens. Um, so when, when we hear Father, it's going to bring up, and sometimes we are, when dads are not um, around or dads are not what they should be. Right. I had some other words right. floating around that I <laughs> held my tongue on. Um, sometimes it is hard for people to come to God, yes. When their earthly daddy has not been what but, they should right. have been, yep, absolutely. And so, once again, there's another place where many times we're a bigger hindrance, yes, than we are a help mm-hmm. to to it. So, um, here we go. So he and I love this. He connects it. Here's a connection with Jesus, our mm. Father. Yep. So Jesus is connecting there. We know that we're told, and in, in, I know Corinthians, and I'm, we're going to go there in a few minutes, but they're in Corinthians, I mean, Romans, sorry, Romans. We're called heirs mm-hmm. and joint heirs right. with Christ. Right. So he's including us right. in his humanness right. as looking to God the Father. And as you guys were talking, I was thinking that that would probably be the second thing that I think of when I th- read our father and think about God as our father is that that means I'm his child. Yeah. And so, and that means that I, as you were saying, I am his heir and joint heir with Jesus and, and, um, and all that comes with that. And so that is a beautiful truth to know. Yeah. And, and that's why, you know, we say it it gives us some commonality too. Like we're brothers and sisters in Christ. We talk about that all the time, you know, we're brothers looking at Dan now, Mm -hmm. but that's why you, you listen around. I'll, I will, and I try to confirm that to people when I'm always calling guys brother mm-hmm. and and girls sister, right? Uh, because that's what we are in Christ. Right. He's our Father. He's He's your Daddy, my Daddy, right? Um, Dan, Daddy, Drew's Daddy, and Tyler's Dad. Everybody's Dad, right? Isn't that crazy? Yep. Though? Yep. Well, and, and it just reiterates the fact that church should be family. You know, we should be a yeah. family of believers. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So not only is he our, but he's our father mm-hmm. now i'm going to deal with this god is not mother right you know the, there's this movement afoot right. in society 
to make um you know that mother right it is denigrating none to a lady for the fact to call god father right, right. god took that masculine noun mm-hmm. and made that him yes god said father yes he did not say mother right so he says i'm his father so three things i believe that when we read that and we hear that um is what we get when we say father talks about his nature yeah he's a dad yeah. he's the one that does all those things that we we talked about in our he, the guy you run to right yep. you know and this is nothing against mothers right but when you're like fearful mm-hmm. most people run to daddy yes if daddy's around right and we think about the strength. Mm-hmm. I mean, goodness, think about the strength of God. Right. So I've been dealing with the series in Amos where it talks about the Lord thundering. Mm. And and then we talk about um, God's power and, and, and creation, his power and, and judgment. And as we've been going through the book of Amos, there's a lot of times how God says, I will, right. I will, yes. I will, yes. I will. Speaking of God the Father here, mm-hmm. not not Jesus, right, right. But I will, I will. So when you think about the the nature, this name speaks about His nature. What, what do you guys What do you guys think of also? <laughs> All right, I'll jump in. Um, I was just thinking it, it points back to something I that really I hadn't thought a lot about before I came to Mary and heard you talk about it, which is the Father as the priest of the family, the head right. of that family, and so you know. As God is the Father, again that we it gives us something to mimic as dads. Yes, that He is that head who is ultimately responsible for the family, and so you know, as a dad, that and I think that that's where the enemy attacks us so often is by either crippling or you know moving the dad out of the family. It then opens the entire family up for you know other attacks. Adrian Rogers said it this way. Then I'll let you jump in. He said, this statement about his nature is not about biology, but theology. Yeah. Yep. I love that statement. Right. And and by the way, you don't put our attributes on God. We should be putting God's attributes of Father yes. on us. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's yes. how you be a good daddy. Yeah. Right. And that's how you really have to look at it, especially for those that had not so yes. good daddy. Right. Yeah. And yes. And because to realize that... Um, just like in everything, we can say this about anything, that he is the standard because he is God. Mm-hmm. And so yes. because he is ultimately the father, that that, that is who um, fathers should emulate and imitate mm-hmm. and be like. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So not only that, but we have it speaks of his nature, but it also speaks of his nurture. Mm. And I believe three things there, if I could read my own handwriting, <laughs> his care, his correction, and his compassion. So I really want to deal with those things. His care, we, we've already sort of, he protects those whom he loves. Mm-hmm. Yep. And by the way, some would argue, well, no, he doesn't. He didn't, he didn't heal grandma. He didn't mm-hmm. heal. He took care of them if they knew him. Yes. He took them to heaven. The ultimate, the ultimate care, right? Yeah. That so we, I mean, he took mm-hmm. care right. of them. Right. And, and by the way, I wonder how many times he've, he's had to take care of us that we didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Think about the times, and this has happened to me, I know, a handful, of I forget something at home, and before I can get out of the driveway, I've got to turn around and go back. And literally, there there have been a couple of times, there's a wreck mm-hmm. that happened literally before I got there. 
He cares for us. Yep. I, I think about, you know, guys know the, the when I cut my hand and being allergic to the anesthesia, the gas anesthesia, and the fact that the um, anesthesiologist was supposed to have gotten off like four hours earlier, but did not, had not left the hospital for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And that's just crazy. Right. Um, I, I've been thrown out of a car in a car wreck before. Um, some people would say, oh, it's a lot. <laughs> you know, I was just minding my business over here, <laughs> being good. <laughs> so, you know, there's times that, that we take, oh, you're just so lucky. Believers don't do luck. Right. Nope, yeah. absolutely not. There's no such thing as luck. You know, God it's is in his God. sovereign right, hand. absolutely. In providence. Right. You got something? Well, just all of this just... Um, you know, it just reiterates the point of the relationship that we have with him, that all of this um, points to, defines, um, reminds us that this is the relationship that we have with God. And how amazing is it that the God who created the universe, the God who is sovereign over the universe, is in such a relationship with us that we can call him Father, mm-hmm. is mind-blowing at times um it really is do you have something because i'm i'm going i'm gonna go back at it (laughs) (laughs) not in and not in a bad way not in a bad way way. the only thing i have is just to to kind of reiterate what you were saying about protection you know uh, i agree a lot of people like well this happened to me and that happened to me i didn't like that but here's the thing regardless he is offering protection from uh you know in eternity in hell yeah by offering his son as a sacrifice. Yeah. And, and, and that idea of sacrifice and protection, I mean, to me, gets to the core of what a dad is and yeah. who a dad should be. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. So some would say, you speak of this relationship. Mm. How can we have... Now, God is spirit. Mm-hmm. Okay? We, we know that. Um, scripture teaches that. Right. How can we have a relationship with the spirit? How... You, you talk about this close relationship. What, what, don't don't read too deep into it. I mean, I, you you know the answer. I'm so glad he's looking at you. You know the me. answer. You know the answer to this. How do we mine, have this relationship? Read his mind. I don't know. I don't know what you're looking for. Well, I mean, the only thing that comes to my mind. I don't know what you're looking for specifically, but is because we when we accept Jesus's gift of self. Well, because Jesus. I don't know where you want me to go. Go. You're going. <laughs> When Jesus died on the cross, that veil was torn, and so our access into God was made possible. When it was in the Old Testament, in the tabernacle, and the veil was there, they couldn't get to God. Mm -hmm. They couldn't get into his presence. But now we can, and because Jesus has given us the gift of the Holy Spirit, and so that is inside of us, and so that just reunites us with him in that way, too. And yet you said you didn't know what I wanted. (laughs) You answered it right. That we have the, the veil torn and we have access right, to the Father. Yes. That's the relationship. He's not some cloud by day, fire by night. It's a personal, intimate, walking, talking right. um, relationship where he wants to meet with you daily. Yes, right. Which is humbling to think that the the God of the entire universe would would care enough about you to, to want that. What does he want to do with yeah. me? Some redneck yeah. down in Chatham, man. <laughs> you know, go back to that. But yeah, I knew you would answer it right. Well, if you, just, you stressed about it too much. Ooh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's that, think about it. Old Testament, when they when they got settled, tabernacle, and mm-hmm. then even 
there was the Holy of Holies. Mm-hmm. High priest, once a year, yep. went in with the rope on his ankle just right. in case. <laughs> right. But he could only approach the mercy seat one time. Right. We're called to come to the throne of grace yeah. daily, right. Right. multiple times daily. Yep. We're called to approach boldly. I would think, personally, the high priest never rolled up in that joint boldly. No. No, I guarantee. Ser- yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> you get what I'm going at? Yeah. I'm thinking, <laughs> dude, I'm going in with fear and trembling. Yes, right, right. Because you mentioned that rope. Because I was, I was thinking they, the same Because thing. they would tie the rope around his ankle so that if he should die or something should happen, they could pull him out because nobody would be able to go in and if get him if something happened. If he was not happened. prepared to right. meet if with he, Jesus. If he didn't follow the correct steps, oh. do something out of, right. And and you think, too, of the people that, that you know, that just touch the the. The, cart. the ark of because the cart that was on because it was tipping over and you think well that's an okay thing yeah but they weren't following the directions that God did and so they died immediately yeah. and so you know that God has these standards and so yeah that is they, is right. not movable right period and so yes I'm I guarantee that they w- did not approach that throne with I'm thinking all right this is just my mind now <laughs> here it is so you guys know that this is like legit just a conversation we're just sitting around talking. What about people like me with ADD? <laughs> You're in trouble. Dude, I roll up in there. I'm coming out dead. Y'all are dragging me out. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not walking out, man. I'm, being, I'm just being honest. I'm going to be in there, and I'm going to be, here's the oil. Oh, look at that little... <laughs> We'd have a guy with a timer outside being like, we, we got oh, it's been on a too minute. Long. It only took it took Hank five minutes while his son did it in three. We're dragging his butt out dead. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not trying to make fun of it, but I just right. know me. Yeah. Do you not agree? I mean, with ADD, buddy, I'm in trubs. Yeah. Well, it's, and it's bad. And one thing that I... <laughs> Wait a minute, let me finish this talk. Okay. And do right. you want to be the guy that goes in after him if the dude who's prepared for 24 hours no. didn't make it? You're gonna just run in and grab it. Oh. It goes back to Uzziah touching the, yes, and it was it right. was on the cart. He touched right. the uh, right. the ark of the covenant because right. it was tipping. Right. I'm going. God, he did I a would... thing to save the ark. Uh-huh. What? God's like, no. Right. Oh. Old Testament. God was more of a God of wrath and judgment at times. Now, mercy is to be found. Yes. But this is where we. And I'm sorry, Dan. I, no, I no, you're, you're 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 good. You're God. When it comes to his standards, yes. he doesn't play. Right. He doesn't. Because ultimately, I have to say it, ultimately the problem with Uzziah doing that is because they weren't carrying the cart correctly in the first place. Exactly. So ultimately, that's why the wrath of God came upon them. Ultimately, it was David's fault. Right, exactly. <laughs> David's the one that had Which to Which I'm pretty sure cart. he figured that out, and that's why he was kind <laughs> what, of mad about it. But so, you know, then they just, they're like, <laughs> David's like, well, I'm not moving it right. a step further from here. <laughs> By golly. Put it in the, I forget the guy's name. They put it in the guy's house. And that guy for three months, yes. the Bible says, was, was blessed, blessed yes. beyond mm-hmm. measure. Yep. And David, I get the idea. I just read this in my quiet time about uh, three weeks ago. David finally got like, we're getting that ark back to Jerusalem. <laughs> By golly, that ark is coming back to Jerusalem. If somebody's going to be blessed, it's going to be us in right. Jerusalem. Right. Not Homer over there. But he did it right that time. All right, I got to bring it back. But he did it right that time. Yeah. So that oh, he, he they learned. used it, they put it on poles and just did it the way they were supposed they, to. they carried it. God meant for 
man to yes. carry because he is king yeah. in a sense. So anyway, <laughs> where were we? All of that asking you to talk about relationship. How did I have to? Oh, I don't know. Beautiful. To yeah, well, yeah. I totally yeah. don't know where we're going to. Dan, did you have something to say? So, so the only thing I had, <laughs> How I, see, I was going to let it go. The only thing I had, well, because what you continued with actually pointed right back to, to what I was going to go with. Amazing. And it's one of those things where, you know, we were talking about what a privilege it is to, to be able to go to the throne boldly. And just like we see with, with freedoms in America, as far as we, we're very free to worship, we start taking that for granted. Yeah. And we have yeah. to be careful and remember that the same guy of the Old Testament is the God still today, mm. and and not take that for granted or lightly. Yeah, but yeah. Be careful how you approach. Prepare, yeah. which carries you to the second part of that of this sentence. Yep. And I know that you had your third part of what the Father means. Yeah, it was his, his nature, his nurture, and his name. His name. And by the way, I just have to say this: it's now a podcast. We've referenced Hebrews. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, let's talk about his name. So you know, his name is, is Father. He's yeah. God the Father. Right. He it references that in several places. You could go to First Corinthians chapter eight verse six. You could also go to Romans eight fourteen and fifteen, where it talks about that he is God the Father. That's his name. Mm-hmm. And so we now so often today, it's the first half of a horrific right. curse word. Yep. Right. And um, you know, I talk to teenagers all the time. I, you know. Don't say things like my God mm-hmm. or good God mm-hmm. because you're not using it in reference. And and it's such a societal thing right. that even, you know, and I know some teenagers at church and even my kids have said it. And I don't know that they necessarily mean any any meanness to it, but it's not using God. That's where we go back to. Mm-hmm. We've begun to take it for granted. Yes, right. And we've not set that apart. Right. We've not kept it hallowed, yeah, as it says here that it needs to be. And, and the definition that I do not have for hallowed, um, but I think pretty much means set it apart, means set apart, right? And and it, to make holy. Mm-hmm. And how often do we knew that? We just let it roll. Guys used to in the Old Testament when they got to the name Jehovah Yahweh, they would get a new pen, right, and write with it, and then set that pen down and not use it again. Right. It right. was so. That reverence. Reverent, yeah. yeah, and full of awe. Well, and they, they, I mean, the Jews used to also not say his name Yahweh. They wouldn't write Yahweh with the vowels in it because they wouldn't write his complete name because, because it was of the too reverence. holy. Right, because, yes. What are we holy about in, in, in America? Right. Anything? Okay, so the three of us are looking at each <laughs> other and we got nothing. I got nothing. We, we got, we're, we're like, I mean, even, you know, Sending worship services and people are talking, writing, thinking about the football game. That's not reverence. That's not mm-hmm. holiness. And by the way, I, I'm not sitting there talking about being quiet as reverence. Right. If that's the case, then a funeral home ought to be the most holy place on the <laughs> earth. Um, but the fact of keeping God's name clean. Yes. Keeping God's name from being... Um, some curse word that comes out of your mouth. And and also, I mean, there are people who, um, like I have known people who say praise God so much that yeah. there's no meaning to it anymore. Mm. Or you say thank God that something happened, but that you say it so much that it's just vain repetition and, and it doesn't mean anything mm. anymore. So they're not saying it in a way that's cursing, but they're, 
it's there's just no thought behind there's it. There's not. There's no right. heart behind it. Yeah. It, it's just words that make you sound like a good Christian. But there's that religiosity. Right. right yeah. Exactly. Right. I think there's something in scripture that says um, acting religious but denying the power thereof. Right. Something about yeah. that. <laughs> I don't know, it's, you know, back in somewhere in Timothy. <laughs> Man, this is exciting. Um, but so here's a question because I know our time is, is getting toward, toward the end here. How do we, how do we do this? How do we hallow his name? How do we treat him like God, the father in, in a way that's appropriate and a way that, um, is honoring? How do we do that? How do we get to a place in our life when we, we don't use it as a, a four letter word, when we don't use it as vain repetition, Mm -hmm. something that on the other spectrum, but doesn't have any praise or glorifyingness to it i just made up a word um <laughs> how do we get there how do how do we get there i want our listeners to, to to catch that well doesn't it go back to having that relationship and the only way that you have that relationship is that you're spending time with him so you're spending time in the word and you're spending time in conversation with him praying to him talking to him um praying without ceasing um, and, and developing that re- relationship. And, but also, by being in the Word, then you are constantly reminded of who He is. Yeah. Yeah, you, you see the bigness of Him. Right. We've made God so small right. in America. Right. That's the reason um, a preacher one time, he's preaching somewhere in Acts, and the statement someone something like this we no longer sing the victorious because we no longer expect the miraculous mm. yep and, and he had three or four other uh-huh. that went along but it was it was so true we we don't we put god in this box as he's a small god right god wants to affect affect and effect every aspect of your life right right and he wants that relationship with you. That is why it's so vitally important. Listen, for pastors, I have to have my quiet time as well. You, mm. you don't I, listen. I spend enough time studying God's word to preach a sermon, to teach a Sunday school lesson, or to teach to go to FCA or something like that. But that's not for food for me. Right. Mm. That's just for me to regurgitate in a sense. Right. right. I gotta have it and meet with Jesus one on one for Hank. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's got to be, before he can be the guy I preach about, right. and I don't try to use that not unhallowed, but before he can be the God that I preach about, he's got to be the God of my life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Right. And, right. And that's, I mean, that would be, I would say that that's absolutely true for me as I'm teaching Bible study and as I'm writing blog post after blog post after blog post and writing a devotional and right, I can't do any of that if, if I'm not taking him, being, sitting with him and taking his mm-hmm. word in and just being with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's something vital about that. Yep. That you know, when you sit down, and and there are, there are days when I'm going, God, I got to hurry up because I got I got <laughs> this to do, and literally you get a gut punch, and it's like God's like, really? Right. That's more important than the God of the universe. <laughs> you know, you don't yeah. you don't feel like you have time to meet with me today as a person. Then you hear that small, still voice going. Then how about I make it so you can't preach on Sunday? Mm-hmm. Some people are like that's not God. God can do what God wants right. to do. Yep. And he will do. Yeah. Whatever is necessary. So anyway, any, all right, closing, what you got? You got some details? Yeah, well, just, just speaking to, to what we've been talking about the last couple minutes, you know, 
we we want to have a relationship with God. I mean, that's that's key. I think we'd all agree on that. But the problem I've seen a lot of times is that we're trying to our familiarity with God results in us trying to bring Him down to us. Oh yeah, yeah. And so you know, going back to to what you started with with, with your dad, I love my dad. I was very familiar with my dad. I mean, my dad and I knew you know really knew each other well. But there were parts of him that were his that I didn't get, you know, access to in his decisions. He didn't come ask me about all of his right. decisions. It's the same way with God. We're supposed to have that close relationship, but never by bringing his majesty down to our level, yeah. always by sitting at the feet in, in complete awe of him, but being close to him. Yeah. Yep. You uh, never will know everything about God. His Absolutely. ways are higher than our ways. Right. Yep. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Right. And and so, but it's got to be that ever ongoing desire and yeah. push to know more about Him, to know mm-hmm. more about Him today than I did yesterday, to figure out some aspect um, today that I didn't know yesterday, mm-hmm. and then to just praise Him yep. for His attributes. Mm-hmm. Wow! Quick thirty minutes again. <laughs> Always. Always. <laughs> so, um. Dan, close us in prayer, brother, and then I'll have a little bit of a closing myself. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to continue to share your word. We thank you for just the the immense privilege to call you Father and to be recognized as your children, as heirs to you, Heavenly Father. We have no right to that, but yet you give it freely. Heavenly Father, we just pray that... that this world that so clearly needs a heavenly and perfect father that we begin to see you for who you are and accept you not on our terms but only on your terms and look to glorify you in everything we do in jesus name amen amen amen, amen. hey once again i'm hank meadows pastor of marion baptist church uh with me today i've had my home slice hey, miss hey. mona hey. and producer dj dan yep. working uh working the rips over there buddy <laughs> Riffs, rips, and everything else. Hey, guys, God bless you guys. See you next time.